Welcome to the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. Join us as we discuss vacation planning, reporting, and reviews on vacations ranging from Disney and theme parks to cruising and beach getaways with everything in between. So grab your passport, a fast pass, and an umbrella drink because the show's about to begin. And now, without any further delay, here is your ghost host, Vacationeer Tom. Welcome to episode 44 of the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. I am your host, Tom, joined alongside my panel of one... This is Joe. Are you ready to ride? Oh, I'm ready to ride. What more panel right. do you need? <laughs> no more panel, indeed. It's another holiday edition episode, and we are excited. I'm going to talk about our Mountain Railroad. Uh, what's the name of this uh, this place? Uh, crud. Oh, what is it? Uh, Mountain Railroad. Durban. Durban and Greenbrier Valley Railroad. We went on the Polar Express Experience. It's located in Elkins, West Virginia. If you go to mountainrailwv.com, you can see all the different events they have, and you can order or book right now. Uh, We went on their Polar Express edition, but they have multiple different kinds of uh, experiences, including ramps and rails, which I don't know what that is, But the one I'm very interested in is Murder Mystery Wine Train. This is a four-hour experience with appetizers and beverages. That sounds very interesting. That one does sound good. Much better than the Bluegrass Bash. (laughs) Yeah. Four hours. Bluegrass Bash. Oh, man. Oh, I would be under that train. (laughs) But they also have, uh, if you click around on their regular... um, I feel like you go to their homepage, they have like overnight, like weekend ones as well. Like they have a, uh, let's see, let me find one. Here's an all day wild heart connector package. It's $151 and it's all day. It's lunch plus overnight, which is crazy. The castaway caboose. Castaway caboose overnights, multiple days. This one's $330. Really I tell you what, in the fall, I bet this is some of the greatest thing oh, ever let me tell you going through west virginia mountains in the fall oh but that's wonderful i tell you what's not wonderful going through west virginia mountains in the winter <laughs> <laughs> no, oh. okay yeah, so where in west virginia did you have to drive to to get there because oh, i've driven through west virginia my God. and it was hell let me tell you something we were in 64 so we're, i'm out of richmond uh so we get on 64 west and we go past you know all the uh, all the uh, what is that uh, what mountain range is that Blue Ridge. Oh, yeah, Blue Ridge. We go past that, and then we get into... So we, then we hop onto Route 250. Oh, no. Oh, you know I of this. I tried that. I've been on Route 250. <laughs> oh, my God. I would I would rather drive through back and forth through Nebraska <laughs> just because I forgot my glasses or something. Let, oh. me, let me tell you about Route 250. This is the craziest road I've ever been on. For the first, okay, so this is over 60 miles of, and no cell reception either, just up and down sides and sides, up and down mountains, elevation differences that you blow your mind and not a straight piece of road for 60 miles. I mean, you're literally making 180 turns on sides of mountains for over 60 miles. Well, you switch back all the way up a mountain and it takes... 30 or 40 minutes oh. and then you switch back down all the other side. Down. Yes. 
and then you drive a half a mile. Then you do it again. And you start switch backing up another mountain. So you've been on the road for two and a half hours, and you can look to the left. <laughs> See and where I you are. swear I can throw a football to where I started. Yes, that's my point. If they make a tunnel and take a straight line through this, the 60 it's miles would be a 10. The whole yes. <laughs> it is crazy. I, I So for the first like five minutes, we're like, oh, look, this is fun. We going up this mountain. And then it's like, oh, my God, like half hour in the whole the whole car was sick. Like they all wanted to puke. <laughs> just go taking these turns left and right up and down. Oh, oh my God. You just want to die. There's just no, you're nowhere. There, oh. You're literally nowhere. Like this one point. So there, there's no, there's no cell reception, obviously. I mean, God forbid. <laughs> so yeah. this one point uh, we were, uh, we were going. So on the way back, let me tell you on the way back, on the way back, uh, it was dark. And of course it was all fog. So you couldn't see anything either. So you had zero visibility. Plus you had all these, oh. these turns, but my wife was driving on the way back and she has the habit of hitting scan on the radio where she'll hit scan and then it'll just it'll just scan the stations that you get over and over and over and over, which drives me up the wall. By the way, I can't stand it, but that's that's her style of listening to the radio. <laughs> but it literally scanned two stations because there's only two stations that came in. <laughs> One was a weird chanting like oh, it like a weird chanting station, which was really eerie, <laughs> just spooky. And the other one was some type of weird hip hop mix dance thing. And it just it's kept scanning to the bows back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I'm like, all right, oh you got you got you gotta stop this. <laughs> this is killing me. But yeah, it's over sixty miles of up and down. You go up a mountain, you go down a mountain. You go straight for like you like you said, for maybe a half mile where there may be a quote unquote town that every town has a dollar general. <laughs> That's the only thing yes, I could they do. And, and there's nothing <laughs> open past like 4 p.m. No, well, <laughs> not even gas. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's, it's insane. And then like, you'll be going up this side of this mountain. You're taking all these crazy roads and then you'll come to one point and you'll see a house. Like, are you kidding me? Somebody lives right there. You gotta be joking. I mean, that's where they just stopped. Said, "I'm not driving anymore." <laughs> these these and people are wanted by the law, right? right yeah. there and said, "I'm just not doing it." <laughs> these are outlaws. I'm just gonna, yeah. They're, I'm gonna die in these woods, and I'm not gonna die in my car. So they built a house right there. <laughs> this is the craziest road. It was unbelievable. Oh, it's horrible. So I went the whole way across the state on it because I was trying to get up to Northwest <laughs> West Virginia. And I just looked at it and go, oh, this looks like the fastest way through. Yeah. Nope. Oh, nope. my God. I just wanted. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. I drove around the state on the way home. I drove up. To, I drove up to Maryland and all the way across and down to come home. I'm like, I'm never doing that again. I, I don't blame you. It's, that was the worst like like you said, you just switch backs back if up the mountain, then down the mountain, up a mountain, and just forever. It took forever, and it was awful. <laughs> it never ends. And the speed limit was fifty five. And with like you come to a turn, like like the suggested speeds, like fifteen on the turns. Like why yeah. is the speed limit even fifty five? Like there's no way you could ever get up to fifty five to be able to take these turns. <laughs> Yeah, you can't ever get to 55 unless you've gone off the road, and then you're just falling. <laughs> and I mean, I, I don't know how they take, I don't know how they manage those roads. Thank God it was like 40 some degrees and it wasn't snowing. And it was a rainy day, and I was afraid going back up the mountains that night that the rain may freeze. freeze up. Oh. There were some, uh, we saw some trucks putting something down on the roads on when we came back. 
uh, but we didn't have any weather. But my God, I mean, <laughs> you get some snow on, on those mountains. I, I don't know how you manage it. You're done. <laughs> You just, you just better. I mean, that's why Costco's ever existed. Because these people need that much at home. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would, I would go shopping once. Why a do year. I need eleven pounds of chickpeas? <laughs> Trust me. Drive two fifty. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it was crazy. That was that was the craziest part of the trip. But yeah, we made it. Although <laughs> that was crazy. So it's about a four-hour drive for us uh, to get to get there. And the experience is, so the Polar Express experience, again, this is the Durban and Greenbrier Valley Railroad in Elkins, West Virginia. It's $61 per person. It's an hour and a half. And there are two, um, every day there are two, uh, <laughs> what would you call it? Uh, two experiences? Two train rides. Train rides, I guess. Yeah, whatever uh, you call it. It looks pretty scheduled. I mean, they look pretty full. I mean, look at the calendar. Oh, they are, like I said, 2019. A bunch of stuff going out every day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not only do they do Polar Express, but they do a lot of other experiences. They have like an elf like one. Three elf limiteds a day. Yeah, so the Polar Express is 5 p.m. and 7.15 p.m. Uh, we did the 5 p.m. one, but we decided to go early because we got an email earlier in the month saying, hey, your experience is about to come up. Uh, please stop by the other um, the other shops in town. You know, they, they do special things for people. You know, they have different crafts and different things they set up for people who come in for this specifically. So we figured if we're going to drive four hours, we might as well, you know, spend some time in the town and uh, spend more than just an hour and a half and come straight back home. So that's what we decided. We, we did the 5 p.m. one. So we got up uh, Sunday morning. We did a Sunday morning one. And like I said, they're already booking for 2019, and I went on before this episode, and I checked out what was sold out. And so far, everything is available with the exception of Friday, December 6th, 2019. The 7.15 is sold out. And on Saturday, December 7th, both are sold out, the 5 and the 7.15. Hmm. And Saturday, December 14th, the 5 p.m. is sold out. Now again, that's Those all. Those suckers are selling out a year in advance. We bought our tickets last December, so yes. Wow. Yeah, these Amazing. are very. Uh, that is fantastic <laughs> for them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I figured it's sixty-one bucks. So there's like four. So each car has fourteen tables. So you have sixty-one dollars per table. Each table holds four people. So oh, so it's the the price is per table, not per person. No, no, no. no it's per person. Oh, okay. So sixty-one times four times fourteen. So. Essentially, you're talking a little over three grand. Uh, I think, I'm not sure, there's at least four cars on a train. One, two, three, four, five, six. There may be more. There might be, there might be six. So if there's four cars, you're talking like over $13,000 per session or per ride. So they're, they're doing pretty good. <laughs> pretty good for themselves uh, on just the Polar Express ones. That's not including yeah. the, you know, the other ones, whatever they do. I mean, that's all they can afford to take Monday and Tuesday off. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> uh, but more about the Polar Express. So this one, like I said, is an hour and a half. It goes, it goes one way and then it comes back. Oh, and the last one next year is Sunday, December 15th, 2019. So they don't do any Polar Expresses after that weekend before Christmas. So that's interesting. But if you want to book it, uh, you better go on right now and book it because uh, you may be out of luck. 
It's already if filling up. Yeah, it's already filling. Some some are already sold out. It may be full by the time you publish this podcast. You better <laughs> get that out quickly. Yes. Yeah, that is true. Another interesting thing. So we're driving through Elkins, like a couple of miles before this train depot. And there are signs, you know, you know, you drive through a small town, you see signs for like the bookstore and blah, blah, blah. Joe, I kid you not, there was a sign, a real sign for blacksmith. <laughs> I don't know. No. I wanted to pull over, like, I got to go here. I got to see what this is. This can't be an actual blacksmith in an actual town. <laughs> Someone stole this from Colonial Williamsburg. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Yeah, there's a blacksmith sign hanging. Like it was with an arrow pointing, like to like go like behind to get to it. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me! I'm not like in a, I'm not in a fair. Yeah, I'm not in a amusement park. This is right. in town. This is down there ta- downtown, quote unquote. They have a blacksmith. <laughs> they have. Well, if you throw a wagon wheel, Tom. <laughs> going up that stupid mountain. I could not believe they had a blacksmith. Yeah, that mountain. That's I keep, amazing. Yeah, it was. <laughs> well, that and the fact that there's a dollar store, like every time there's a house, there's a dollar store. I was like, huh, they really like their dollar merchandise, which is crazy because a dollar store, like for a tractor trailer to make all that trip to give a dollar store their merchandise, you're talking about like a hundred bucks. I mean, how much is that stuff yeah. worth? <laughs> it's just a tractor trailer pulled for $80. <laughs> it just seems crazy to haul all I, that crap. I think they haul it all in by train, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what this thing is doing on Monday and Tuesday when they're not doing tours. Yeah, and that's why they have a Dollar General in every little town because, like, like hey, that's the only thing that's coming in to these mountains. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's probably it. They load one semi and it just runs through the mountains, unloading yeah. to every Dollar General and. Yeah, that's exactly. And nobody else is dumb enough to open a store there. <laughs> yeah, you can't get merch. Because if you don't have, yeah, because if you don't have one every eighty feet, they're not going <laughs> to stay in business. Yeah, yeah, it was it was nuts. So uh, we we made the trip. It was oh, it was it was brutal. We get there, and like I said, we got there pretty early. So we decided we want to check out the town. Well, before we 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 parked the car and and walked around the area near the train station, we noticed there was a pizza shop about a half mile down the road from the train station. And we're like, okay, let's stop there. So I think it was called uh, Gino Gino's pizza is what it was called. So we stopped there to have some pizza <laughs> before our trip. And uh, it, was, it was good pizza, you know, small town pizza. You can't go wrong. Had an awful beer selection for on tap. They had like Bud Light, Coors Light, and then some two things I never heard of, which might be some IPA crap. And I was like, yeah, let's have water. <laughs> I, I declined. <laughs> Uh, but apparently one guy who was on the, the train with us did not decline because uh, <laughs> he was sitting next to us and uh, he was with his family and he seemed like he was uh, pretty lit up. <laughs> pretty well loaded. Yeah, he's nice. like, well, I'm going to Polar Express. I'm getting drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, we stopped at Gino's, had some pizza. It was nice. Of course, we're the only people in the whole establishment. And then we parked our car and we walked around the area. Now... Uh, this episode will have a video version, a YouTube version, because I do have, you know, obviously video and pictures of mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff. You know, another interesting thing, <laughs> you know, as I was driving on that crazy 250, you know, I've, I've never understood people with dash cams. Like it never, that just seems like a weird thing to have. But that was the only time I thought, you know what, right now would be a good time to have a dash cam <laughs> to show these crazy turns <laughs> in this mountain. Otherwise, I don't know why you, I mean, other being a police officer, I, <laughs> dash camps seem just ridiculously stupid to me, but 
at that moment when I was driving, I was like, oh man, a dash cam right now. That'd be That's perfect. Why? Because because no one's gonna believe you unless they've been on that road, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> yeah, no one's gonna believe the craziness of that highway. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> and, and to call it a highway is just offensive. <laughs> right? I mean, there should be warnings on every map. Don't drive here. Yeah, this is awful. Unless you live this in road one of these is cabins. a terrible practical joke on people <laughs> not. <supposed to> <laughs> I'm surprised that the, the locals don't sit on the side of that highway laughing at people <laughs> without a state plates. Yeah. <laughs> fool, I say. You're a fool. <laughs> so like I said, we got there. Uh, of course, there was little shops around that we went in and we looked at it. We looked at them. They're nice. One place had uh, advertised ice cream. So I went over and it just had a couple like bins. Like it had very little. But right next to the train station, they have a a buffet and an ice cream shop right next to it. So uh, you can book. So if you have a reservation on the Polar Express, you can also book a buffet that, so the 5 PM Polar Express, the buffet is after the train ride and the 7:15 Polar Express, the buffet is before the train ride. So, but, the, but not only do they have the buffet, but they also have an ice cream shop. So I went in there to get some ice cream and my son got an ice cream, a chocolate ice cream cone and then my daughter wanted a chocolate ice cream cone, but they ran out of chocolate ice cream. <sighs> Go figure. So my other son got, uh, he got, uh, I don't know, cookies and cream or something. And then we, my Trish and I were going to get split a uh, banana split. Uh, of course, the lady goes, the girl's like, well, we're out of bananas. And apparently she said that that day, that Sunday, uh, what is that? Sunday, the, the what, 17th or 16th, I think it was, December 16th. That Sunday was their last day of operation for the ice cream shop. So I'm not sure what was special about that day, but, oh, you know what? So that's that, why they didn't restock. and didn't have chocolate. And maybe that's their last day. Maybe that's the last day the Polar Express was running. Uh, so no sense this to year. have an ice cream shop open and Dollar General that wasn't expecting <laughs> new bananas anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. So they're out of, they're out of luck. So they, they're, they're no, no bananas, but you could pick the three flavors of ice cream and they're like a white chocolate ice cream. So they had some good ice cream that we wanted, but we also wanted the hot fudge. So we're like, okay, we'll still get the, the banana split without the bananas. So she scoops out the ice cream we want. Then she goes over to scoop on the hot fudge. The lady who opened the shop never put the hot fudge in the in the heater. So they didn't have hot oh. fudge. It's like, oh, I can put chocolate <sighs> syrup on it. We're like, no, <laughs> we wanted That's the hot fudge. not the same thing. Yeah, so we can't. <laughs> we canceled our order. We're like, oh, I'm sorry, but we, <laughs> you don't have the hot fudge. There's really no sense of having a, a Sunday then if there's no hot fudge. Yeah. Uh, so, but then she, you know, to have it a banana split with no bananas is bad enough. But when you <laughs> yeah. Fudge too. Yeah, I can, I can live with the really banana split without bananas. Banana split. <laughs> <laughs> so, she rang me up for two single scoop cones, which would have been about three seventy five a piece. And she rang me up and she told me it was one sixty five. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> so, I gave her two bucks. Out. Gave her the change of the tip. I'm like, all right, thanks. So uh, it was disappointing, but at least uh, we got off easy on the two cones that we did get. But I, I, so yeah, I didn't get any ice cream. So I was 0 for 2 in the ice cream department, which was uh, a real bummer because I do like my ice cream. So five o'clock comes around. We get on the, we get on the train. Now the tr when you get into the cars, they smell a little old, you know, and it's an old train and they put tables. So they have these like card tables set up. So they're not like really nice taber tables. They're like card tables with like folding chairs that are sitting for four chairs per table. Now, of course, uh, the train, 
on has the train. Card tables there. So it's just like a big an empty cattle car with card yeah. tables set up. They, they gutted it, threw a carpet in, and they have tables set up on either side. Oh, I was picturing a dining car type of thing. No, 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 no. No, this is not a dining car. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a little a little uh, skeezy, but it wasn't too bad. So each table, so what we had, so the table four, and I'm a family of five. So we booked early enough where we took the very, and two tables uh, across from each other. My family sat in one table and I sat in one chair of four on the other table by myself. So we looked, actually, we actually looked for uh, Jill, Ian's girlfriend, to go with us like earlier in the month. And it's sold out. Like, so all those seats were, were sold. So we sat down and uh, there was two, two people were sitting in the seats on my table, which seemed right. But then they got up and left. And I don't know what ever happened to them because I was the only one sitting on my table for, for the whole trip. <laughs> so they just left. I, I don't know where they went, but they went somewhere else. And you sit down, you have a mug, a you know, ceramic mug that says Polar Express, which is nice. It's a nice uh, collector's mug. And uh, two cookie, well, four cookies wrapped up. Uh, they're very hard, sprinkled sugar cookies. Very hard, very hard. not, yes. yeah, not not good. An old sugar cookie. Yes, they're they're not good. And the sprinkles is an interesting thing too, because they turn these out. You know, we we when we pulled in, we left, and the other people were waiting to get back to get on. And I thought, well, these sprinkles is not a good idea because you have a bunch of kids, and the sprinkles going to go everywhere. And sure enough, when we were walking out, I looked at different tables. Oh man, talk! There are sprinkles everywhere all over those tables. <laughs> <laughs> it was a mess. So yeah, that seems like a bad idea, but whatever. So yeah, so you get uh, one cookie. So I guess there's, you know, it's table four. You get four cookies. So one cookie per person with a cup. Now the one interesting thing, which I I glad they I'm glad they did, was they put a styrofoam cup inside your collector's cup, your mug. So that way. Oh, nice. That way, yeah, you could drink your hot cocoa, but you could also pack the mug away when you're done and with you it. You don't have cocoa in the inside yes. of your car. Ex- yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm like, oh, well, that's a good idea. So the lady actually, uh, when she was pouring out the cocoa, she said, oh, you with, <laughs> she nervously asked, and I have this on video, and again, I'll probably add this to the to the uh, video version. <laughs> she ner- nervously asked if I was with the family to the right of me. <laughs> I said, yes. <laughs> She's like, okay, no. so I wasn't sure. <laughs> No, I'm just a creepy guy by myself on the polar. <laughs> that is wonderful. I'm just, I'm just a single middle-aged man on the polar express train. Yeah, oh, that would be awkward. Oh, but she was like, "Oh well, here, take these cups, you know, and, and enjoy the extra cookies or whatever." I'm like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> but the, you know, so the the train pulls out. Now, they do a lot of interesting things. And like I said, the video version of this, uh, please, by all means, go to the YouTube channel. Uh, it'll be on the notes of this podcast. Find that. Go to it. Because I will play uh, with the music and everything, like pieces of the actual video of the, of the trip. That way you can actually get uh, to see what's going on. So they play the hot chocolate song, of course. A bunch of people come out. They sing the song. Uh, and they pour the hot chocolate. And that's nice. Uh, then they have a stowaway guy. So this is like the guy who, you know, the Tom Hanks character who's on top of the train, like the homeless looking guy, the hobo. Okay. So they have a version of that where he comes in and he like, he's, he's like a comic relief. He comes in and he says funny things and uh, it's, it's really, it's really good. So uh, he's, he's really good. And I'll show a video of that as well. They also have the conductor. So the conductor comes in and you get a golden ticket, just like the movie. 
So he comes in and he clips, you know, he, he doesn't do a fancy word or anything, but he clips one, like one hole. He punches a hole in the ticket. So, you know, that's, that's a nice little touch as well. Uh, then they read the Polar Express over the PA. So each car has two uh, stewards, for lack of a better word, who like take care of the people in the car. And they essentially entertain you as the journey goes, goes on. So as they read the Polar Express through the PA, the one has a, a book, you know, a giant book of the Polar Express. And she goes up and down the aisles, flipping the pages, and she interacts with the people, like the kids, asking them questions about the book or, or whatever, you know. So that's nice. Also, they so what happens is you come to the end of the line and you're at the North Pole, quote unquote. So you see the North Pole and then so you drive past the North Pole and then make a big deal about stopping the train. Like one, two, three, everyone's yell stop, blah, blah, blah. So then they stop and they go back. And you go back past the North Pole and you see Santa and he waves at you and gives a thumbs up, which means he's coming on board. So, of course, as you're going back now, Santa goes to the cars and he talks to all the kids and he gives one of, you know, the uh, jingle bells, you know, the bells that you get in the movie, the little bell. Have you seen Polar Express, Joe? <laughs> I, I got about halfway through the Polar oh, Express. Gee. And then I was like, I'm out of here. Wow. And I think we went and watched uh, I we went and watched Chris. Christmas Vacation. Wow. Polar Express is a great cousin, movie. Cousin Eddie beats the Polar Express wow. any day. I just watched week. that last night. <laughs> Christmas Vacation. Love that movie. And uh, there's an RV, Clark. <laughs> <laughs> She's a beaut. Don't you get attached to it because we're taking it with her when we leave next month. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, so you get a little, there's a little bell that, the, that he gives to the one person, the kid. In the movie, and you get one too, but it's a nice one. Uh, it's made, it's you know, it's really uh, nice. It's metal or whatever, and has the Polar Express encarved in it or engraved in it. So it's a nice, nicer bell. So you get that. So you get the cup. You get the golden ticket, which is a piece of paper. So I don't know how much of a souvenir that is. You get the bell. Uh, what else do you get? Hmm. I think that's it. Stale cookie. It's <laughs> stale cookie, but you don't. <laughs> yeah, you don't <laughs> take that with you. Uh, they could be preserved, see. <laughs> oh, they have been, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> They're more ceramic than cookie now. These were originally made back in 1825 <laughs> when the cookie shop made its first journey across 250. <laughs> but amazingly, Joe, you won't believe this. Uh, once you get past all those mountains and you get near that town, within five miles of that town is a sheet. Nice. <laughs> yeah, we stopped at a sheet. <laughs> To have dinner. <laughs> and it, it just breaks my heart that I can't get a sheets and they have one <laughs> up in those mountains. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Can you, ma- can you imagine being that manager of, the sh- that, of that area of sheets? Like, that's one of your stores that you got to, like, swing by and see every once in a while. Oh, Cause, man. Because it's, well, it's some local West Virginia guy who, who, who interacts with no one but people from out of state. Because <laughs> they're they're all going. Oh my God! There's something I recognize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Let's stop here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man. Hey, Armstrong. Fro- you know Armstrong Flooring, the the company that makes flooring. Armstrong. Yes. They have a warehouse. Like I was driving by, in those mountains, and one of those towns right before uh, Elk Elkins, uh, is Armstrong Warehouse. They where they make all the flooring. There you go. Nice. And they had a prison out there too, <laughs> a state prison, which is like, well, I don't know why they had barbed wire walls up. Cause like, you know, go ahead, leave. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> yeah. Good, good luck out here. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my Lord. Just leave a bucket full of meth at the entrance. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's how they got in there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. What a. What a crazy area that is. Wow. Oh, anyway, back to the Polar Express. So, like I said, they read the Polar Express. Uh, you stop at the North Pole. You drive by it. And the North Pole is nothing more than some lights strung up around, like, some facades of buildings and stuff. It's pretty pretty cheesy. <laughs> all, all told, it's pretty cheesy. So, but then, as you're going back, Santa shows up, and he talks to everyone and gives everyone a bell. And then, let's see what else. Then the uh, stewards come back, and they have a trick where uh, they have a light on the, on, even though they have the white gloves, and if you push, you know, you depress your index finger with your thumb, it glows. Oh, anyway, you don't need to wear it, really, no. no. If they have a white glove, and on the tip of their, either their index or their thumb is a, like a red light that you, when you press it, it glows. When you, re- when you release it, it doesn't glow. So when you press when you push together your thumb and your index finger, there's a red light and they say that's the Christmas spirit. So they push it together and they say, Oh, you have Christmas spirit. And they pull it from your ear or whatever. And they push it back in your heart and they release their finger. So it looks like they're manipulating stuff. So, you know, kids all ah. ate that up. Yeah. That's pretty nice. Uh, then they had a ball, which tells you if you're naughty or nice. So they went around and let all the kids hold this ball and it change colors. And I think everyone was nice. <laughs> I don't know. I was looking yeah, to see I if don't think was you're going to get many naughties. <laughs> that would be pretty awesome, though. I say. <laughs> Did they hand what to like one of the moms or something? Because <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> no. that would be kind of fun, right? Uh, no. Yeah, none of the moms got a ball. <laughs> but then they also had um, they had snow beans. So they wanted to make snow. And they had these snow beans from Mrs. Claus. And they had glacier water. And they mixed them together. And basically, in the town, you could buy fake snow. And it felt pretty good. I mean, it felt it was light and fluffy. And it felt good. So it was artificial snow. So essentially, they added water to it. They shook it around and made fake snow. Now, here's the interesting thing. The interesting thing about this is, so we're on the, like I said, we're in the far car. So she comes to us first, and she lets us touch the snow. Like, hey, look, we made snow, blah, blah, blah. So then she goes up to the car next to the next table where the drunk dad is, and the little girl. So I'm videotaping this, and I see the little girl, <laughs> and I have this on tape, which is awesome. Uh, she puts her hand in the snow in the the steward looks away and you can see the girl like takes a pinch and she steals the snow. So she steals a little bit of the snow <laughs> and she runs back to her. <laughs> she runs back to the table. And even in the video, if you listen, I say, Oh man, she just snags some snow. <laughs> but then in the spirit of Christmas, I guess, I'm not sure what made her change her mind. She sat down and then mere seconds later, she gets up and she runs back up to the lady and tries to return the snow. <laughs> she felt guilty. Oh, wow. like, like Santa was there. I, I, I don't know what was going He's through her mind. That <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. And the girl was like, oh, you can keep it. And then she turned around like, oh, I got to keep snow. And like, oh, yeah, you try to steal that snow at first, lady. <laughs> it was yeah. so interesting to watch. Like this girl, like you could see her eyes like light up when she stole the snow. But then as soon as she sat down, she immediately got, felt guilt. bad. It was quite amazing to watch the whole thing play out. Like, oh, look at that. Huh. So there you go. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, what else do they do? And, and it's great that you're talking about her, you know, learning learning to steal her honesty when you describe her as that girl with the drunk dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got up to pee about uh, <laughs> three or four times in the hour and a half trip. <laughs> and he was slurring his speech and uh, playing a fool. Well, you got to flush that out before you drive home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> of course, uh, you know, the hot chocolate, you got the hot chocolate. And hot chocolate was good. Cookie, like I said, was stale and not good. Uh, then they had a seal, um, like a puppet, you know, those puppets. And she was holding it, the one steward was holding it as if she was holding the seal, but her one hand was up inside it, making it move around. And they, you know, went up and down and they played around with the, the uh, you know, the kids all like that. And then they had uh, these, another one where the steward was walking around with a little box. And inside the box, again, there were little uh, finger puppets, like little baby rats or mice. So when you open up the lid of the box, uh, she stuck her three fingers up through the thing so it looked like mice, and she was wiggling them around. And they did a little skit where they put the mice on the on the head of the one lady and glued it on. And they, so they had some type of animatronic thing inside the hat, and she was running around the cabin, freaking out. And <laughs> then they did this. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, they did this. Uh, turkey hat thing <laughs> another another skit they did where the one was looking for the turkey hat and the other one was hiding it because she's getting even with her for putting the mice on in her hat and again it was cute too and then the hobo showed back up and he's talking about he got a bell and he got a ticket so now he can ride the train from santa blah 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 uh, i think it's about it then you pulled back into the station and you got out of the car and we drove a long way home. But uh, overall, the kids liked it. I liked it. I would say it was definitely 60 bucks a head is a little pricey <laughs> for what you got. I mean, it's an hour and a half. You I mean you got a mug, you got a little bell, you got a paper ticket that won't last this year, I'm sure. But, I mean, it's a good experience. I mean, maybe not for you so much since you don't like the movie, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, if if you're going for value, quote unquote, you know, you get two cups of hot cocoa and one stale cookie. Now, we got we over had a, a train ride through the mountains. I mean, that that's its own. I mean, well, unfortunately, there, I mean, it was all dark, right? Well, it was dark, but we didn't really go through the mountains. Like we went through the town. We we only went far enough to get like kind of out of town, so that way they could they have the things set up, then back. So we didn't really get the. We weren't up in the mountains or anything. We just, it was just uh, flat. Okay. Yeah. Well, it, you, the scenery, there wasn't really much. There wasn't not anything outside other than the North Pole, quote unquote, area. There was nothing outside to look at. And on this night, the, all the windows are all fogged up. So, you know, you could wipe it down, but there was nothing to look at. I mean, it, was, it wasn't a, other than the North also, Pole. Also, it's just for, you're there for the show and that's it. Yes. And it was entertaining. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, like I said, the steward, the, the hot chocolate show was corny. Well, everything was kind of corny, but I think that was the intense. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be corny. So it was fun. I, like I said, I don't think I would do it again. Uh, I know, I think North Carolina has the exact same thing. Uh, obviously a different company. Well, maybe not obviously, maybe mm-hmm. they just same company, but they have a Polar Express experience in North Carolina. Uh, so we have a friend who lives in North Carolina. So if we, we booked this, then realized that you know, there's one pretty close to our friend who lives in North Carolina. Like, yeah. oh, we probably should have went to nope. that one. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, man, that's a bummer. But I'd say all in all, it was a good experience. And if you have young kids who love the Polar Express, who like the Polar Express, or adults who like the Polar Express, then by all means. Another thing, which is very popular, apparently, I um, vetoed because Trish wanted us all to go in matching pajamas. And I said, yeah, no, uh, <laughs> that's not going to happen. But there was a ton of people in pajamas on that trip. <laughs> it was amazing. In the movie, the, the kid was in his pajamas, right? They got him out of bed or something. To yeah. Hop on a train. Well, he, yeah, he was. I, I'm trying. I don't know if the other kid. I guess they all were. 
Now I think about it, I, I'm not. Just didn't the train go to people's houses and pick them up at night and then. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess if everybody wore pajamas, that's what you'd be in. But the problem is I don't wear pajamas. So I'd literally buy them for this one, <laughs> one trip. Which, yeah. It seems somewhat excessive. It was fun. So yeah, don't, don't be afraid to wear pajamas if you go on this thing, because a lot of others do the same. I'd be more afraid of the mountains that you have to travel through. <laughs> I guess in your pajamas, because I mean, if if you if you <laughs> like pajamas. something happens and you know you get a flat tire and you're stranded on that road and you're a family in matching pajamas, wow, you are going to die. Oh yeah. Well, no matter what you are, you're going to die. Because let me tell you something: you have no cell service, but also that road isn't heavily traveled. Yeah, but whoever comes along, you know, frequents <laughs> a blacksmith. <laughs> Uh, can you imagine working like the triple a like a tow truck guy he's getting that call like oh no you're kidding me <laughs> nope not gonna do it <laughs> oh man what a craziness man. yeah but so uh, do you have any questions about the Durban and Greenbrier Valley Railroad Polar Express experience other than you never knew it even existed until I just told you about it. <laughs> that is very true. Although, although it does look like kind of a thing. I was, I'm wondering if all these other ones are, are is cheesy at, you know, how, like how they like card table on a train and stuff, which would make me really worry about like their, their dinner train and their overnight experience. Like, hmm. yeah, the overnight experience would really have me worried. Cause I, I would not feel comfortable sleeping in something that they provide for me. Yeah, <laughs> that, I'm kind of like, well, after you just that train to me, I'm like, maybe that doesn't seem like a great idea. Now, now, granted, this these trains are, I'm, I'm sure they have different cars for different these different experiences, and th- these is this is a very obviously this is a very uh, seasonal type of thing. So, mm. if they have like the dinner murder mystery thing, and that's year round, uh, maybe those cars are nicer. And so I, a better train. Yeah, I'm a, I'm assuming it would have to be, right? I mean, the the Castaway Caboose overnights, which is multiple days, uh it says it's $330. So that's pretty dang expensive. Yeah, that's not at all cheap. But then again, I mean, you know, they're they're 4-hour dinners. But then again, they're for an hour and a half it was 60 for the Polar Express, so yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, okay, I, here, here, I just clicked on the thing, the details. This list of supplies included on each caboose. Bring your own food slash clothing. What? Bring your own food? Yes. And it's like saying it supplies <laughs> bed linens, blankets, pillows, toilet paper, Kleenex, six folding chairs, gas grill and gas. Well, a gas grill? Lamp oil, starter sticks. I mean, you apparently have to... Wait a second. What okay. is this thing? Because it says... A personal load of firewood will be provided for your campfire. Yeah, you have to like so wait, do it all. You're okay, camping? Okay, okay. And now one of the things they provide is allergy <laughs> medicine, snake bite kit, and aspirin. <laughs> what? Wait I a am second. not going on this tour. Hold on a second. If it comes with a snake bite kit but no food. Bring your own I- towels for swimming. What is going on with this trip? <laughs> right? First night, 3.30. Second night, 2.25. Third night, 190. Wait, but it's up to six people. So does that mean it's 3.30 for six people? Or 3.30 per person? No. Hmm. Every effort will be made to seat groups as close together as possible. What? <laughs> wow. I don't 
this is starting to get really odd. <laughs> but you know what? It fits perfect for that environment. <laughs> <laughs> it's starting to all come together. Yeah, yeah. This I makes a think... lot of sense. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm sticking with Carnival Cruise Lines <laughs> for my next vacation. <laughs> no way, man. We're doing a castaway caboose overnight. <laughs> so you don't well, sleep overnight in the tent? I. I am so confused right now of what this actually is. You're swimming, so they take you. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. You firewood, oil, folding chairs, and a gas grill, but no food. (laughs) No food. Tea bags, sugar, Splenda, and flour. (laughs) Flour. They give you flour on the same line with sugar and Splenda is flour. Wow. That must be for the snake bite. (laughs) (laughs) What in the world is going on? You get a TV and DVD player. (laughs) Yeah, I see that. Make sure you bring your DVDs, (laughs) please. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. That's our next review. Cast Awake Boots Overnight. Wow. Overnight adventure, man. It's anyone, so scary. even the picture of the people there, they all look like they're like <laughs> saying goodbye forever. Yeah, it's a one and done. That one guy just looks like he's scared. <laughs> oh man! Wow, there you go. Wow, that is amazing. If anyone who listens to this podcast who happens to also have done that thing, please, and you made it out alive, <laughs> contact yes, please. us. Please, you have a spot on this podcast to describe this to us. <laughs> Or if you plan on going in the future, <laughs> surefire way to get on the show. Because <laughs> that is amazing. All right. Wow, that is, wow. <laughs> but we did the Polar Express, and like I said, it was fun. I liked it. If you have small kids, especially, <laughs> they would uh, appreciate it. It's a good time. So if you live somewhat near the place and uh, you don't have to go through 250, go through the north, I guess. I don't know how you get to it, but uh, go out, check it out. It's a good time. <laughs> I, I give it a thumbs up overall. Like I said, uh, my family, they all enjoyed it. And I have Ian, who's, you know, too too cool for school. So I didn't think for sure he would like it. And, you know, it's a little much to go four hours to get there than four hours back, especially, you know, at night when the, the, the whole mountain was just fog covered. You couldn't see anything. So that now, was, was there moon Was the moon out at least or was it like pitch black? No, no, no. It, it, was, it, was, it was really like it was like Blue Knob Mountain fog cover it was wow because yeah. when's the last time you've seen dark like that you know being from richmond when was the last time <laughs> yeah, you were actually yeah, no. in the dark before that night yeah it's like and, and like trish like flipped her high beams on i'm like honey just turn those down because <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're just blinding yourself with this damn thing <laughs> it's great you know what the craziest thing about it, the whole thing was like you could see like a car like literally like 100 feet above you and you're like you know that's where we're going we're literally taking a turn going 180 degrees and up a mountain and like within a quarter of a mile, we will be at that elevation. <laughs> it's just it's crazy yeah, things like that. Like, someday I'll get up there, right? I mean, you <laughs> yeah. see that car up there. It's like, we're never going to see this person because he's, he's an hour ahead of us on this road. <laughs> <laughs> and then what, we, we were driving to one point and we saw a deer, but it was like on the side of the mountain. So it was like 10 feet above us, like on the side of the mountain eating grass it's like, holy cow, this deer could like jump down. Like <laughs> it was insane. Yeah. It, was, it was so weird. That road, I would say. It's wild. Yeah, I'd say drive it for the experience, but don't. <laughs> Just don't. Because no one Cause who it hasn't been on it is going to believe anything you say about it. 
and it doesn't end. That's the problem. Like if that was like one mountain and you're done, like oh that's okay, that was cool. I thought it's like what eight no. ridges or something you got to go across. Well it's over just... an hour, so it was over sixty miles with either no cell reception or one bar, which wouldn't even allow me to update the score of the Stiller game. But anyway, like I said, that was a Durban in Greenbrier Valley Railroad Polar Express experience. Uh, go out, do it, have a blast. If you do do it. Let me know. Uh, we'll get you on the show, and you can review it for yourself because uh, we'd like to hear what you have to say. But that will wrap it up for this episode. So I'd like to thank you, Joe, for joining me. And until we stream again, stay off the 250 and keep making memories. And have a Six Flags day. Thanks for listening to the Vacationeer Steam Parks and More podcast. The show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Please subscribe and give us a review if you like the show. Visit our website at www.vacationearspodcast.com. For additional content, subscribe on YouTube and Twitter at Vacationeers Podcast. Please like our Facebook page, Vacationeers Theme Parks and More Podcast. Send questions, comments, or if you'd like to be on a future episode to discuss planning or reviewing of a vacation, please email the show at vacationearspodcast at gmail.com. This has been a Vacationeers Theme Parks and More production. <laughs>